I am unashamed. What about you? All right, so I did my cow event yesterday, the cow show. It was, was put it the, on the, by... What'd you call, what was the name of the cattleman's... I have no idea. The group that put it together, they were wearing shirts. And Rooster was your contact, or what was his name? Chicken. Chicken, okay. I uh, knew it was something foul. I do have a... I know another guy named Rooster, but this guy's chicken. <laughs> what, what's the deal with all the animal names with all your friends? This I don't know. Hog and what is it? Bull. Bull. Fox. <laughs> Uh, all Jace's squirrel. Uh, all Jace's squirrel uh, card players, Dad, are all named after animals. I mean, that's their nickname. Is that that seems? Well, you know what's funny is when I got there, they uh, they kind of introduced me, which I was shocked when I I go into the arena and there's like, I mean, there was at least a couple hundred people yeah. at seven o'clock in the morning at a cow show. Where the people, what town is this? West Monroe. You live West Monroe. You've driven through there. It's been months. <laughs> I've been there but once in three months, four months. Well, it, it was and up they, at and the. Dad uh, probably doesn't know this, but they have the Ike. Was that the Ike? It was at the Ike. So that's a, they got a big old, what do you call it? Cow, arena, cow palace. You know, is what the, the and they do a lot of rodeos and goat well, shows. This, this, from what I, what I gathered, there was a group, and they were all young. And they had shirts on because I knew they must work there or, you know, with the event. Right. It was limousine, which I found out is a version of a cow. I'm assuming it's a very long cow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would have said uh, <laughs> I said that. Maybe it has six I, doors. I well, know. I said that in my when I first got up there because it said party of the century. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Put on. That's what the name of the event was. Party of the Century. Which I thought, you know, where's the spiritual side of this? But what they do is on Sunday morning. Uh, and I think this thing went on for three days. I they have a devo for people who are believers. I got you. The problem was these people were from all over the country, and uh, you know it's like Duck Dynasty dudes gonna speak. So, so the devo. They, Expanded beyond oh, just they the, come out of the woodwork. Right, I but here's you. what I found fascinating: nobody had a mask on, and people were shaking hands. I mean, when I as soon as I walked in, people they stuck their hand out, and I thought, "Well, here we go. This is my first person that's extended a hand to me because I hadn't been in an event right. since pre-coronavirus." And you were you were not big on handshakes way before coronavirus. Oh yeah, I Man, was. You've you've been known for that. I was uh, anti-handshaking before that was cool, I guess. And now everybody likes, you know. But I thought, you know what? It's kind of changed my tide a little bit. Because now I looked at it and thought, well, I'm here for Jesus. Because I did this for free, you know. My farm animal friend invited me. And I thought, okay. Because at 1 Peter 3.15, I mean, that was the first thing I said. I said, you're probably wondering why I'm here. Because I don't, although I eat cows... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not interested in sitting in the stands and looking at them for any reason. But it's okay if you do. Yeah. So that was kind of my bit, That's which nobody right. laughed. I said, that was kind of a joke. <laughs> then they laughed. Don't <laughs> be bad mouthing a cow. Yeah, don't be, hey, hey. Easy, so I said, easy. you know what? I'm not going to use the fattened calf <laughs> line. Cause, so, so I get up there, and they, 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 <laughs> Woo! Oh, that's good. Night. Coronavirus, bless you. So I get up there and they well they kind of introduced me semi and they thanked the guy's name who asked me, which I didn't know who that was. And I was like, and then when I got up there, it it hit me. I was like, you know what? I didn't even know his name was Kevin. I said I didn't even know that was Kevin's name. I thought he was Chicken. <laughs> What's funny is after the event, everybody started calling him Chicken. <laughs> And uh, so it was. It was cool. And it was funny to me that Chicken set up the cow event. It's like uh, this is like this could be a Chick Fil A ad. Yeah. This whole thing. You know? So right. what was your thrust? The reverse of it. Well, the excitement between me shaking everybody's hand. So you shook pictures, the hand. I shook the hand. Look, just... and I just squeezed. <laughs> yeah, I hugged. We took pictures. You know, we rallied the troops. Now a lot of people are we, right now. Are we six. Feet apart right now. So he now, went up there and shook hand with the cowboys, thinking, well, 
<laughs> He's brought it right into say our this. podcast central here. Most of the people there were young. I will say that. But there wasn't nobody worried about, you know, contamination. These people were not worried about that. So I gave them something that I think removes the, the fear of catching the coronavirus, which is Jesus. Yep. I introduced Jesus very passionately because I was kind of moved and excited about the size of the crowd. Now, having said that, this is kind of a coronavirus theme, I guess, on what happened. <laughs> is my Missy's grandma, who's 92, who's been quarantined because she was, we considered, in the high risk high risk of catching the coronavirus sure. and, and perhaps dying. Well, she gets it. And as soon as I get the news, I mean, the, my first thought was, now here's a woman who is in a house who has been quarantined, who wears a mask the entire time. How and, she, and she gets it. And she gets it. You cannot be any more quarantined than this woman. Yep. And she gets it. Yep. So I'm like, she's seen nobody. That's why there's... And she under- wouldn't even see Missy and the family. I'm no. Never- That's why even the experts, the word would be consternation. They have consternation <laughs> about how does this thing exactly get to these old people? What what. Because well, they keep coming up with weird, theories. You know? They yeah. keep coming up with theories. So you got a mask. She's under quarantine. And Somebody she, gave it to her. And here's where I'm going to apologize because I made a mistake. When I heard that, I thought, well, you might as well plan the funeral. I mean, she's 92. Right. You're she thinking she she's... just recovered over breaking her neck, which was the six months she fell. And I'm like, now she's got the coronavirus. Well, that's all of that. Well, they take her to the hospital because her daughter found her, which is, the, you know, yeah. the girl that works for me. And uh, she was just laying on her floor, couldn't get up, you know, and they didn't know what was wrong with her. Well, they, you know, she t- takes her to the hospital, but she got the coronavirus. So she was just, well, a day later, the doctors, this is their term, said she has miraculously is showing no signs of this and uh, and is getting better. And so the next day, they released her from the hospital. She she went home. And uh, she's like, so I thought, well, how dare I immediately put her in a box just because based on what I've heard. I mean, y- y'all know me. I don't watch the news much. But everything I've heard, I thought, number one, she, she was in contradiction because she got it. And she can't be, couldn't be any more quarantined. Right. And now I, I was giving her a death sentence. And I guess God said, you know, not today. Well, and I, I know other people have had I've told it y'all and, this. and, and right. died. I'm not saying it, it doesn't happen. Right. In other words, this has to mean something. If you believe any of the Bible, I would think you'd believe all but of look, it. Look, when I went to the event, the cow event, here's what I thought. I thought there were going to be 12, 10 or 12 ranchers. I thought they were having some kind of meeting about buying some cows because of the coronavirus. Plus, you were in the big metropolis of West Monroe, I'm Louisiana. I'm in West Monroe, Louisiana. <laughs> I thought, how many, you think this is going to work? Let's do a cow show during the middle of the coronavirus. <laughs> and there ain't nobody going to be here. And actually, a, a crowd gathered. There was a crowd gathered. But in that moment, I thought, well, I'm here for Jesus. There's no other reason. So I have, I'm not, I'm getting zero dollars. So I thought, the crowd has gathered. I'm here. Well, I'm not going to be an idiot and say, oh, I'm scared I'm going to get the coronavirus. In that moment, I had no fear because I thought, so what if I get it? I mean, I'm doing something that will get your body out of the ground. So we're we're doing it in all its vigor. But what I wanted to say is since that happened, I've noticed something because I actually did start looking and seeing what people thought because I didn't even know they could have that show during this, right. you know, which I guess they can. But I noticed is people without Jesus, and this is my opinion, y'all can comment, they they have seemed to put salvation on a mask. And if you don't wear a mask, they get upset about it. I've heard a few rants on, on some of the news oh, shows and even the stock shows, and that, I thought, no, wait a minute. They'll call you out in public. I've seen video where... Well, here's what i got to say about that. I'm all for wearing a mask, and, and we tried, you know, to the quarantine, you know, for a couple months, and we all quarantined when this first started happening. Yep. But, you know, after a while, 
in, in cases like this, here's Missy's grandma. She was quarantined. She was wearing a mask at all times, except when she ate and drank, and she got it. So I, now I'm starting to question some of the facts, which I know how it works. A couple of doctors said, what are we going to do about this? And in the heat of the moment, they said, well, let's wear a mask, bound to help. And then all of a sudden, people who are scared But in die. actuality, Jesse, here's what's funny about that. Early on, they were saying the mask don't make any difference. Remember? I mean, yeah, Fauci, yeah. all of them, they were like. They flipped up. Flopped they, on they flipped here's what I'm saying. That. First, it was like masks don't do any good unless you have it. That's what they were saying already. And that helps you not spread it to others. Could someone have given it to her like y'all are younger, but, but I mean, you got gray whiskers, but uh, what, you 50 years old? <laughs> Yeah, I'm fifty. Well, you're fifty years old, so that's not exactly the young whippersnapper. But that that's that's not not old. But but, but that's it, his point. Is that it possible one of y'all? They didn't see her. None of us. The only person who saw was her daughter, and so they Which could have been. You know, well, maybe. they said, well, maybe she got. She's like, I haven't been sick a day in my life, so I was going to get to the end of this story. But they said, well, you can't take her home because. Then you'll then get you'll, it. Then you you'll got to quarantine, it. right? So, well, they tested her, and they found the traces, the antibodies ah, or whatever. so she had She had, had, it. had it and never knew it. Yeah. And so it, that was my question. Yeah. Is so it, it possible that somebody who had it but didn't yeah. know they had it? That's, that's what happened. That's what happened. They come in. And they, yeah. But that's what happened. But here's my point. Which, you how can you – you get to be 90 – how are you going to run and hide – when you're 92, well, you and can. there's there's got to be somebody that's in your life. Well, to, somebody's like, got to take care of you. Well, well right. yeah. I mean, to help well, you. they put it, so the other answer was put them in a nursing home, and then he got in the nursing home and ran through everybody, and it killed most of them. I mean, that's what's happened most, I, I don't know what the percentage is, most of those deaths have come from nursing homes. That's New York, true. New Jersey, Washington State, I mean, that's well, most of Hang on, Jess, let's take a break. So uh, we talk a lot about, uh, Dad talks a lot about the Internet, um, how to turn it on, things like that. Yeah, he says, don't do it. <laughs> so, Just don't. So I, I love uh, when we talk about uh, trying to protect ourselves on the Internet because Dad goes into, he's into another mode of thinking about protection. Uh, but those of us, the rest of us and most of our audience, obviously since you're catching our podcast through social media, realize that, you know, there's a there's a problem with these, especially social media companies, these big tech giants about getting your information because it's all about selling. And Zach and I have learned a lot about it by do, this podcast and everything else we're doing, right, Zach? Yeah, I mean, well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's it's a problem, and so you you need to be able to protect you, you know what you're doing with your own system and your own computer. And so uh, we had a great uh, sponsor, Express VPN, which Dad, do you know what a VPN is yet? Did you never heard of it? <laughs> Well, Tell me, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you heard of it because we've done the ad a few times, but it's a, a virtual private network. So right. that's what the VPN, virtual virtual private, virtual private, private network. network. So but, it basically privatizes. But wouldn't it be private if it was virtual? Not necessarily. No. Not necessarily. Okay, so they have a virtual private network. Oh, so so they're you, making you a can, virtual it's, private. It's a protection. It's protection it. for your... It, it basically oh, yeah, encrypts your data to protect you from hackers. Because and, knowledge is power. Right. Information provides an I know you're going to find this as a shocker, Dad. There's a lot okay. of bad guys on the Internet. There's a lot of bad guys. So how do, they, how do they I've, sign up I've for this? I've heard that, and uh, I tend to believe it. It was true. So uh, ExpressVPN, their software takes about one minute to set up on your computer, your phone. You tap one button, and basically you're protected. So it's very easy. Give these guys a, a you know give these guys a look. I can guarantee it's going to help you. ExpressVPN.com slash Phil, which always makes me laugh. ExpressVPN.com slash Phil. Uh, you go there now. You can get three months uh, free, uh, which is great uh, of protection. So it saves you some money. ExpressVPN.com slash Phil. Protect your data. Here was the point I wanted to make. I'm all for wearing masks. If you want to wear a mask, wear it. If it might help. If it, okay. if it even Great. makes you feel better, yeah. However, if people choose not to at this stage, once we've been through this for months, then you don't need to get riled up about that. They're exercising their choice. A lot of people who are in Jesus, like us, I feel like that trumps 
whatever my concern are, concerns are about getting the coronavirus. Because I was in that situation. Do you think I'm going to go to the cow show and say, oh, i got to leave. There's too many people here. I was going to introduce Jesus to you so you can live forever. But guess what? I might get the coronavirus. I'm going to leave. Heck no. Right. I said, come on here and here. You want a party of the century? I'll give you a party of the century. I'm going to give you a party of the eternal century. That, that was one of my lines. I said, and Jesus comes back. Don't miss this. But here's what That's I wanted to the say. Party for, for unbelievers, they would listen to us, and they would say, oh, yeah, some guy, uh, he, you know, some old raggedy-looking dude went back to Psalms 91 3,500 years before Jesus even showed mm-hmm. up, and he's saying that God's going to protect you, protect you if there's a pandemic or a virus. My, my answer to that is, where could you find writings that were that old discussing what, what we are now what we're seeing in 2020 yeah. years since Jesus showed up? It's a, a fair co- point. A, a COVID-19 virus. And I'm re. I just gave you Psalm 91. I didn't get into all the rest of them, but you say there's a lot of verses that mention it, and they all say that God can use these type things to punish the wicked, and He always says, "But I'll protect you." Think about Pharaoh and what he did to him in the books of Exodus, oh, yeah. one plague after but another. But I'm not sure that's what's going on, but it may uh, be. But all I'm saying is but this. But I know one thing. Uh, it's something that you can't see. It is a killer, and you can't smell it, touch it, see it, t- you know, unless you've got a electron microscope. Okay, we, we see it. But 99% of the human race, they have no idea where it is, what it is. It's kind of like saying, well, how could you believe in God if you've never seen him, can't taste him, can't touch him, can't, well, you know, if he'd show me something, uh, you just have his word. How could you trust in somebody like that? I said, I see the results of a pandemic, right. death, and I see the results of behavior with people who don't know God and the people who do. So I can kind of spot him. When I see people who love each other and they love him and they pray to God and they're kind and they're gentle, and they're, I'm like, I can see the results. Of both. Well, I, I have your answer. Some people put salvation in a mask. That's why they get so angry if somebody else is not wearing it because their salvation is in a mask. And then some put salvation in Jesus. They may occasionally wear a mask. Because they don't want to, if you know, if they they don't want to give the coronavirus, that's where I'm at. If you know, if I went to a nursing home, I'd put a mask on because, for obvious reasons. Right. But just in my normal walk of life, my salvation is Jesus. You know, I've tried think- to, to help help out, but people getting angry over that to me is inconsistent because the same principle is like you know the number one killer. On the roads, there is car wrecks. Right. So that means we we all need to walk. What's what's you know? the most oft quoted thing? What did Jesus say? Somebody researched this more times than any other thing. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I, Fear I, not. You know, you read that, and to Jace's point, when you look at that, you know, this is either real or it's not, Al. So basically, at the end of the day. That's all you got. We remember early on <clears throat> when this all first started, and to Jace's point, the the it's, it's just getting a media hysteria about this thing from day one. And but I remember the phrase early on they kept saying, Trust the science. Trust the science. Yeah. Trust the experts. So to your point, Jace, a lot of people put their salvation in Fauci, in this group of doctors that got together. What's interesting about they're that? They're doing the best they can. They are, and look, yeah. I, I, I don't, I have nothing bad to say about them, other than science is just having theories and then trying them out. That's what science well, is. That's why I said I, I somebody mean, said let's <laughs> let's wear a mask. Okay, yeah. But then you got people who are scared to die, who are on the national media, who are saying you must wear a mask. Thousands are dying. <laughs> I'm like, well, why aren't you doing this about cars hitting joggers? <laughs> And you know, plain, or heart disease, or yeah, so mean, many more. I mean, look at the list that, yeah. of things that are killing people. You weren't ranting about that, but you know what it is? It's your inner soul and, and your fears of, of your it's own fear. death is coming right. across. And you're like, wear that mask. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to give you something that will help that fear. 
You know, what made me, the verse that popped into my head is the one, 2 Corinthians 3, where it says, with unveiled faces we reflect God's glory. I'm like, no, we're not wearing a mask because Jesus, deep down, that, you know, in, in the context of 2 Corinthians 3, is the reflection right. of our lives. Will we wear this little white mask, you know, and try to to, you know, to keep someone from getting sick? Yeah, in the short term. After a while, I'm like, you know what? I'm not sure anybody knows what the heck's going on with this thing. Because it, it, there's actually more cases now than there was before. But there's less people dying. So it's, it's, it's just been a classic case of trial and error. That's what the whole thing's really been about. And then there, everybody's going to find somebody to blame through the process. But you're right. right. I don't know. Did you see my sermon yesterday? Have yeah. you watched, yeah, it? I watched it? So at the end of the sermon, I was talking about that because I hear I keep hearing people say oh, 2020 is the worst year ever. You know, we got this pandemic, we've had these race riots, yeah, all these different things. There have like, been a lot of riots in the country. Oh, what I said was, is 20, I mean, do you know, the worst year to my life is when I wasn't following Jesus or Lisa well, wasn't and our lives fell apart because I was thinking about me and myself and my selfishness. I mean, you know, pandemics or anything else, if you got your hope in Christ. You're rocking and rolling. I mean, we, we and we made a decision to keep doing this podcast, to keep coming down here. I mean, you've totally self quarantined, but we come down twice a week. Yep. If we'd have had it, you'd have got it. And but maybe was, we all had but it. But I, I was under self imposed quarantine before the pandemic. <laughs> you were well, the said, pioneer of social I distance. thought, I believe the science, you know, if you're 92 and you get it, well, you're a goner. And all of us, you know, I'm like, why Why did I think, why did I believe that? Because it, it may be embarrassing and shame. You started believing the experts. Right? I started believing the experts. And I thought, you know what? None of us know what the heck's going on. Right. We all try. Look, we love people. We're compassionate. I don't want anybody to die. But the cold hard truth is people die every day or something. That's right. Yep. By the hundreds we're of thousands. We're all terminal. That is correct. And we're terminal. And, you know, that's why what we if have for, been, for, not for the resurrection. I would fear death or, and the pandemic because oh, of the resurrection. Fear it. I would be terrified. Oh, because of the resurrection, I'm like, well, if it's my time to pass on, pandemic or no pandemic, car wreck, gunshot, cotton mouth, alligator. <laughs> I, I, you know, there's a lot of ways you can go. I mean, look, haven't said you all face this. more dangers than coronavirus every day you go I to the property. I was up at daylight this morning. We're trying to rotor rooter a 36 inch pipe that the beavers have filled oh, up. Oh, you're back on that now. With Is a he big, still rotor with a tree, a jagged tree, and we're oh, so you did it this work. time. Rotor rooter did not work. <laughs> The beaver dam was. Can we run back than- five podcasts ago where I said I don't think that'll work? I it think that's work. a bad idea. All right, thank you. And that was when he called you Mister Subdivision. I think that this was is the it. way our family is. He went and tried it after he knew. I thought, but my farmer buddy work. said, "Can you do something about it and drain my water?" I said, "Oh yeah, I'll take care of it." So I go over there. Oh, so I tried yeah. the rotor rotor trick and all that. You, but 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 finally, I said, call uh, my farmer buddy up and explain to him. Oh, we can get the water out off his hole. It there's a lot of water. Jay saw it back in the winter. Yeah. Well, so I said, get out there with that track hole red and cut that levee. Cut you about a about a, a trench so that we're we're going to drain it. But we're going but to that's cut back the levee to your dynamite. Drain. We're back. back we're, to we that. dynamite. <laughs> We, so no, we you got to remember, ditch. everybody has a certain set of skills. Mine is destruction. I have a blow coming out of there now, but the pipe is right there. Look, Jason, the pipe's there, still stopped up. I just moved over and just ripped out the levee and just, oh, I mean, the water is just going. Yeah. So I make dams over there right now, making sure it's flowing all the way through us. The, the, the water has to flow about uh, – three miles before it gets over into the bayou and out to the river. So it's three miles of levees and pipes that we're having to keep unstopped. So uh, so let's take a break, and then I got a question. Hard work. I got a question. I've heard that. You know, Dad was on Duck Dynasty. My dad was on Duck Dynasty in one episode, and him and Phil were kind of going at it, which I've always found humorous when you guys comment on each other's appearances. (laughs) Uh, one thing that in we, fact, they had him in a pink shirt. They had him in a pink shirt, which, which I, that was on purpose, just yeah. just to get a reaction out of Dad. 
but you know he's got a uh, he's got an issue with hair loss. So we've always said that he doesn't have a forehead; he has a five head. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so that's my that's, that's something you might want to some ammunition for you, Phil. I wanted to give that to you, but uh, he says he says every time I'm with you guys, nephew, next to the oldest son, older, and I hear y'all start to pontificate, it it, it makes me think. I'm, I've, I've missed out on a lot of this stuff. <laughs> I've missed a whole lot. It just passed me by like a warm spring day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we, I think I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, you know about keeps cause keeps is, is one of our sponsors yep. um, for guys who are struggling with hair loss. And um, from the, from the comfort of your lazy boy recliner, you can uh, order keeps off the internet at keeps. That's K E E P S dot com slash door and you get 50 percent off your first order um, of keeps hair hair loss treatments um so uh i might need to tell my dad about that but uh yeah so i mean there there, there is a way out if, if you're if you're suffering hair loss um there's a way out without, without having to go to the doctor so it's pretty good that's uh, keeps.com slash door 50 percent off because every time dad sees gordon he says you know dasher he's got a look about him <laughs> So <clears throat> we're getting a lot of emails, Dad. So I want you to explain again to the audience because I think we're already doing this. So I, I want you to explain why. Because I'm getting a lot of people that are dealing with beavers in other states. Missouri apparently oh, yeah. has a lot yeah, of beavers. Al sent me one. It had a diagram. <laughs> I mean, it looked like a city where no beavers were allowed. They created a swamp. There are other people in this battle, just so you know. There are beaver wars going on. There's a on, lot of wars. Which I'm saying, forget all this. It's nationwide. So, Blow it up and start over. The so, beaver wars are actually... Trumps way more than the than the people running around shooting, burning, and looting. The beavers are causing that much trouble. So well, here's the animals. So they, they're all suggesting you put the grate on your pipe to keep them out of there. So explain. We're already doing that, right? But why were there no grates? Last year I went in there, got the pipe unstopped, put a grate in front of it. So no way they could put mud up in that pipe. I had a grating there. Yep. I said, That's hey, what most people have suggested you do. So guess but, what my farmer buddy did? He goes down there, and they look over at the pipe with the grating on it and all that mud and sticks pile up this side of that grating. That's the way it works. It didn't – none of it got in the pipe. So they said, what idiot, that Robinson guy, what idiot put a grating here? Look at all that mud and sticks we yeah. got to move. Oh, so were, you, they thought you were holding it all they back. Thought, they thought, well, you know, that's, that's won't you just take the grating off and it'll all go through the pipe. What they under, don't understand is the reason you got the grating is so that you can easily take a track over two licks and all that mud's gone. Right. Open your grating up and the water just goes right on out. But they moved it, throwed it over. I ran up on it this morning. <laughs> I felt something on my feet and I said, that feels like that wire. I got digging around down and then I come up with the grating. I said, this is all they needed. And there's the pipe right there, stopped up. Yep. They just, I made sure I had a grating there. They took it off and said, no, no, we'll, yeah. we they're piling up too much mud against that grate. I said, that's the point. So they didn't understand the beaver. They didn't understand the battle you've been in. They didn't they, understand it. They, they missed it. They missed it. So for all of you that have been uh, emailing me, now you know the answer to that. I, I, I thought that we did it, and then I did, but I didn't understand why it wasn't on there, so now we know. Some idiot farmer. That had no problem. He's <laughs> not an idiot. He's my neighbor. Oh, and they okay. asked me to do it, but somebody was not using their head when they said, <laughs> you know, take the grating off. He's, now he's not an idiot. He's my man. We ran a. He just wasn't using it. Well, he may be listening to this we, and feels yeah. offended. We, You're we, supposed to love your neighbor. Well, we had a 15 foot uh, tree that we ran up in there with a track hole, and we're pulling it with a track hole. We'd bring it back. We'd do it again. 15 foot up in that pipe and didn't break it loose. So that thing is so packed, we don't know how far the packing goes. So. Whether they did the whole thing or what, yeah, but which is why I'm back to blowing it up. <laughs> well, and now you find out you want to get it out of there, just cut the levee, and then you'll just fix it once it's all gone, right? We're going to cut the levee, and then we'll decide how and yeah, explode. You got to start over. Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to go in there and try to figure out what, how to how to get tons of sticks and logs and mud out of a pipe. out of a 36 inch pipe. It's about all oh, 40 foot, 50 foot long. 
Because you had your one shot there, but beyond that, we were back to dynamite. Jace may be – they may call I mean, on your expertise. I told you I this. specialize in destruction. <laughs> uh, I dropped a uh, – I found a kind of a rare old penny, and I was trying to clean it. And I, it dropped out of my hands, and it bounced and went under the dishwasher. Well, that sounds like easy. <laughs> I could not get to that coin. And so I get up under the dishwasher, and there was a plate there. And I'm trying to move it a little bit. We're talking about it wasn't made in this country. I'm I'm not positive, but I think so. Oh, it's, and it just went pop. Un- it, it popped. And I thought, that piece of junk. You know, I threw it. I threw it to the side, got the penny out. Well, the next time they tried to use the dishwasher, because I don't use the dishwasher. <laughs> I don't like dishwashers, but I get it. People don't want to wash it with, with their hands. Right. So. They opened the door. Well, the whole thing just felt the whole dishwasher and everything in it just went all over. Glasses broke, you know. And I went, I hollered out something like, "Hey, good y'all!" I didn't know it was the dishwasher. I just heard the racket. You heard the big crash. Well, I come that in there, you had caused, and then it hit me that I thought, "Oh, well, I caused this." Well, I guess that plate was needed. <laughs> So I, you know, that's the thing about these electronics. There's always that part piece left. You tear off a piece, something like that. You got to replace that. (laughs) I told you, I'm great at destroying things. I'm terrible. So look, I, I man up because Missy's like, what this? I mean, I've never seen anything just fall apart like this. I said, well, I fessed up because I, the kids were there. Cent. Over one penny, I said. I Jace, dropped. That was not wise, and that was an expensive. Not it's an expensive penny. All the way, it's not over. Well, why did you do it? I'm just getting this. This happened like two weeks ago, and so I get. I, I, I fess up. I say I did that. I dropped a penny under there. That's what she said. This was all over a penny. I was like, well, that was a penny I found in the dirt. And she was just. I could tell she, she wasn't impressed. Was she, she? I know when my wife's mad when she gets real quiet because she's thinking. Nope, I better not say that. Nope, that's she's not processed. godly. Nope, I'll have to repent at church over that one. Nope, so she's just quiet, but she was fuming. And you're so looking I, at her, and you're like seeing processing, processing. She's she's going, that yeah. mind is going. I said, it. she said, Are you, were you not going to try to fix it? I said, this is why I'm telling you this story. I said, babe, how long have you been with me? She didn't answer. I said, I'm really good at tearing stuff up. I'm terrible at fixing them. We all know this. Why would I try to fix it? I'm not good at that. I'm just going to make it worse. I thought that was just a plate to make it look nice. But if you want me to try to fix it, I'll fix it. I recommend that we buy another one right now. Just call it a Christmas American present, made whatever. if possible. Yeah, and let's, let's get one a little more sturdy than this yeah. piece of junk. I pulled the side. You know, piece blame, of junk. Blame, blame the dishwasher. And she said, well, I think you ought to at least try since you broke it. I said, fair point. So I go round up the tools, which took, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't fix things. So I'm looking for any kind of tool that I think would work. Well, none of the screwdrivers or none of the Allen wrenches would fit what I needed. So I ripped that thing off and thought, let me just start over redneck style. And what I wound up doing is I went and got two cinder blocks that I've dropped on the ground and busted and i just built a foundation in the front of it and look it actually works the door opens i thought everybody would be happy so she goes in there and is like why are all those bricks under the dishwasher i said because that's what it took to fix it (laughs) that was she said we can't we can't we can't use that i said no i said look that's it i opened the door and i said look it's fixed 100 percent she said, but it, you, you can see the broken bricks under it. I was like, but they're serving a purpose. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it matters. I said, when somebody sees <laughs> it that. Matters. I said, when somebody sees that, you send them in there to me because I'm going to say, that's how you fix something, and it works. You take, it's kind of MacGyver style, take a bunch of bricks because the thing, that plate was holding that dishwasher because they want it to move around so to wash the dishes. Well, I just got it where it can't fall over. Door opens, everything's fine. Yeah. But it's but you know, it's seven or eight pieces of center block there. Brick, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Brick fix, but it Go is a problem. It. Let's take another break. 
So one of the things that uh, I'd say is one of our most enjoyable uh, experiences here in the Unashamed Podcast Command Center is that we get to drink our Black Rifle coffee uh, while we're doing it. Because coffee just makes everything a little better, wouldn't you say? I mean, That's the idea of the show is we were coming together to drink coffee. Yeah. But why not let's just let everybody in on the conversation. That's right, and pontificate a little on the Bible. Because we would be drinking coffee. Deep in the jungles of Colombia, <laughs> one of them little Indians walked up there, a little Colombian, and said, I wonder if you took these berries... You eat one, and I'll watch you and see what happens. If they ate it, they're like, hmm, it's got flavor to it. I so, well, were beans. Why don't you put, put hot water, put cold water, put something on it, and we may, we may, that may be something we can drink. Black rifle. I mean, somebody gone. had to try it. You I know? guess. I guess so. It, well, it caught on. All I know is, however it uh, started, Black Rifle, the guys at Black Rifle have figured out how to do it very well. These guys are veteran, uh, veteran owned company, uh, so they love America. We like that about them. They call it Freedom Filled Coffee, which I like that too. Um, so anyway, uh, here's how you can wake up to America's coffee. BlackRifleCoffee.com slash offensive. I like that. Like, I guess it's like an offensive. You don't like that, Phil. Black, oh, yeah. oh, a different kind of offensive. <laughs> yeah, like we're on the offensive, okay. I think. Or maybe we're just being offensive. BlackRifle.com slash offensive. You enter the discount code OFFENSIVE, you get 20% off your first order of any of the products, including what we're a part of, and that's the Black Rifle Coffee Club where they just send it to us. I like it just shows up. We just sent some to Dad as well. That may be the only club you're a member yeah, of. Yeah, you're you're in the Black Rifle Coffee Club. I'm not club. a member of many of them. There you go. It's pretty good. So check them out. So what you got today, Al? Well, before we get to that, well, i tell you what. Let me give you this uh, question that we got. I thought it was pretty good from a uh, a 20-year-old in Florida, a student. Um, he said, uh, and I thought this was really interesting, and, and I, I figure a lot of people are, are struggling with this, so this is a great question. He says, I understand <clears throat> that through Christ my sins are forgiven, but still my past mistakes weigh me down. How do you deal with, and this is a phrase to use, self-forgiveness? With all the people I've hurt that are still hurting from the terrible things I've said and done, I struggle with the ability to move on from my sins. Then he then he says, I'm pursuing youth ministry, and this is a struggle I'd like to get over uh, so that when I stand in front of kids, I can be authentic. So he's kind of he's wanting to go in and, and help folks in ministry, but he's basically dealing with the past of— But even you know, that, and that. in our culture now, that's everyone has that struggle. You know, you even see it with— all the social injustice that we have and people are fighting and, you know, it's just tough to get rid of what's happened in the past. You just, as human beings on this ball called earth, you know, floating through space and you get all this baggage. And so people are like, well, I can't like this guy, I can't help these young people because I've, if they knew what I've been doing or what I had people I'd hurt, yeah, but that's well, why a good, the, the, a good lesson. Somebody either uh, he missed it or he didn't find it on his own. Uh, Ephesians four seventeen and following. You can't live like the Gentiles do. There, what's his name? I, it didn't have a name. All right, you, oh, Florida. We'll Florida. Call him Florida. Florida. You can't live like the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. They're darkened in their understanding, separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that's in them due to the hardening of the hearts. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. So he goes on to talk about people giving over that. You, however, did not come to know Christ that way. Here's what you should have been taught, and if it wasn't taught to you, we're doing it today. Surely you heard of him and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that's in Jesus. You were taught, and evidently you missed this, with regard to your former way of life. Because he said, my former way of life is still getting in the way with my life in Jesus. It is a, it's a, it's a, an overlap. To put off your old self, get it in the rearview mirror, dude, which is being corrupted and by its deceitful desire. And it starts right here to be made new in the attitude of your minds. He just hasn't come to a clear precise decision to take a knife, spiritual knife, and cut the past off, look forward, 
Put on the new self. The old you has got to go, and you're still struggling with him. But your new self is created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. And by the way, Mr. Florida, it starts. that starts after that. Put off falsehood. Speak truthfully to your neighbor. In your anger, don't sin. Don't go to bed if you're still angry. If you're a thief, you can't do that anymore. And work with your hands. Don't let in on a wholesome talk come out of your mouth. But make sure that you, whatever you say benefits those who listen. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, brawling, slander, all the things that are plaguing you. Exchange that. You put off the bad things and you add the new ones. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgave you. Imitate God. Not even a hint, man. If this was one of your sins of sexual immorality in a kind of uh, impurity or greed, nor should you be obscenity, no foolish talk. All these things that you did before you came to know Jesus, you got to put them off and add the new. Take the old off, add the new. Take the old off, add the new. And all the way through chapter 5, he finally gets down to, look, you're not darkness anymore. Live as children of light. Therefore, you got to remember, it's a journey you're not going to do it in 24 hours. It'd probably take you 24 years, and you'll be getting there. But it's a long, not a 100-yard dash. It's a, it's a, it's a marathon. Well, so uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to read. I, I, go ahead. I, I think this is an interesting passage because I think people struggle with the idea of sharing Jesus despite being a sinner. Right. And you're never going to be perfect. So people say, well, I can't. I think the evil one uses it, you know, to get inside your head. Well, you know, you're not good enough. You're, That's you're right. terrible. How dare you? That's you right. hypocrite, all this. Mm-hmm. But when you read Second, You made another mistake. Yeah, you read Second Corinthians 5, which is probably my favorite passage in, in the whole Bible about what we get to do on earth as far as representing God despite our mistakes. But I think it's really good. It says, uh, chapter 5, verse 16, so from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view, which I think that's where this kind of view is coming from, which is you've sinned, therefore you're disqualified to ever talk about something good or righteous. Which, you, to your point <laughs> earlier, you're right. That's happening at a national level because you look at you say, well, George Washington was a slave owner, therefore we, we got to tear all his statues down. We, we can't look at pictures of him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, run it all the way out. We found I a mean, mistake he made. We found a mistake he made. Instead of saying, this was the guy that defeated the army where we founded the well, nation. I mean, I, look, I, I did think, he have some think, problems? Yeah, but it, what I'm saying is if yeah. any one sin defines your legacy for hundreds and thousands of years, we're all in trouble. The well, people sin- that are removing the statues of the men that made mistakes in the past, uh, all of them, in modern-day America and in the streets of America saying, we're going to hold this against you the rest of our life. They're all sinners, too. I'm watching them Well, right, but I I, I understand from their perspective. You know, I mean, if I was black, I I would, and that happened. I understand, but to me, there's there's ways to go about it. That's why we get to vote, and we, you know, and if you get somebody in there who legally says remove the statue, or move I, it someplace. I, That's right. Yeah, it I happens can care less. Time. It I happens mean, all the time. The only time I rare up is when they lump Jesus in that. Be, you know, they're like, you know, no crosses, no statues of yeah. anything. I'm like, no, if we're going to have one, that's a good, he, he didn't have any mistakes. So there you go. That he's okay. But if we don't want to have any statues of any person because of the mistakes they made, okay, tear them all down. But let's do it legally. Don't, don't break the law. You know, elect elect law people who will make that. I yeah. mean, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Don't just say, "Well, to heck with that. Let's go get because, in a rig." And because once you allow that, well, it becomes dangerous. Well, you know? sure. Then it's like, well, I don't like your dishwasher on bricks, so I'm just going to come in and tear, burn your house down. I mean, like, well, well, I mean, yeah. where does it where does it end? Yeah. Never ends. Once you start, well, in you the have open. you have a process. That's why we have a free country. And and I do sympathize. That was terrible. Yeah, you shouldn't have people shouldn't own other people because right. of their skin color. Think about it, Alan. Terrible. The greatest healer in all of this, the greatest healer of them all is being able to forgive somebody. That's it. You well, just right. Say, you know, 
Uh, it's a bad move, but you know what? Well, I don't hear well, anybody. Well, what I'm saying is I'm not even against people. tearing down the statues, but I'm I'm for doing it in a way that the we've we've set up our country, which is you elect people who can make those decisions. Because mm-hmm. I could, I, I, statues to me, what what is that really going to do? Or anyway? flags? Mississippi's it, doing that. Know? They're they're the last flag that has yeah. a Confederate symbol. Where they're going through the process legally, their legislature and their governor to do something about it. Whether you agree with that or not, the process is how we're. The process is where where I have the problem with. I mean, because I got all my hope in Jesus anyway, and in the grand scheme of things, that was in the past. What's that mean about you moving forward? You know, and that's what I'm getting at here. It says, though we once regarded Christ in this way, because they did, they just thought he was some guy from Galilee, which is what we've been studying. Now, here's the key phrase for this question. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. Now, whether you believe that or not, I just read it to you. That happened. You are a new creation. You may have to get up and tell yourself that every morning. This would be a good verse to read every morning for a month. And then I guarantee you'd say, well, maybe God can use me. Because watch what he goes to from there. All this is from God who brought us or reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So he gave us this ministry of bringing people to God, even though he just said, you have an old self. I get it. And you will do things that are wrong now. But he didn't nullify you and say you're disqualified. He said the opposite. The Apostle Paul had to get over being a blasphemer, a persecutor, a murderer a of Christians. He was a terrorist. And God picked him to do most of the New Testament to write it. So this Well, dude, Paul wrote so our this. Man, our Florida man but needs to realize. I want to finish reading this because we're almost out of time. But then Paul said that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. Now, you talk about an injustice. There's an injustice that God the Creator would say, I want all of you. I mean, wait a minute, God. Not those who really did think, I want them all. And then he says, not counting men's sins against them. And he's committed us the message of reconciliation. This is what I love. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. Yep. We publicly, that's what an ambassador does. He publicly represents the creator of the universe. And then it says, as though God were making his appeal through us. Now, then he kind of gets into what his question was, the practical parts of it. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Now, if you're not reconciled with God, you're not going to be able to help somebody else be reconciled with God. And then he says, again, how this happens. The reason that can happen is that God made him who had no sin, Jesus, to be sin for us so that in Christ we might become the righteousness of God. That's a good one. Oh, that's so, a beautiful passage. So I'll, I'll give my two cents because um, Lisa and I wrote a book called Desperate Forgiveness, and these are just a couple of practical things uh, for anybody that may be struggling with the same thing. So because <clears throat> I've been in ministry 30 years, and obviously – I'm a sinner and have had a past and done terrible things in my life. So here's here's what my advice is. Number one, when Dad read that verse, Ephesians 4.32, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Part of the reason we have a trouble getting it past ourselves is I think we have trouble really believing God forgave us. We were too bad, the stuff we did, but that's a faith problem. So you got to believe That's what it said. that God's the, big the enough. The verse says it. He, he became he your sin. It through the Holy right. Spirit, and the old has gone. That's right. The new so, has come. So the one practical thing I would tell anybody is believe it. Believe you're forgiven, and then that allows you to forgive other people. Yeah, it needs to remember that Romans 4, blessed is the man whose transgressions are forgiven, right. whose sins are covered, right. and blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count against him. That's exactly. what Jesus was talking about. Second thing, uh, practical advice I would give anybody going into ministry is be transparent. Talk about it. Like, the best thing you can do and talk to kids is say, I'm, I messed up. Here's some ways where I got it all wrong when I was your age and beyond. And just be be honest about that. You know, sometimes it actually we, happened to me. Well, you remember I, old, uh, I would tell people I've been hung, drunk, high, and laid <laughs> back in my pie 
Well, I look up, here comes a daughter coming out of exactly. there. Exactly. So, but what are you going to do now? I said, that is what I was talking about That's right, right there. Well, and, and, the, and you said it when we did the podcast. You said, I'm embarrassed that I have to go back and relive a thought from that, that many years ago. That's it. But at the same time, you knew God forgave you. We talked about mom. She forgave you. Yep. And so when it came down to the moment, guess what? She's all in. Like forgiveness was extended and believed. Well, people have a hard time believing it because they're thinking, oh, you believe some mythical figure, you know, come down here. And it's like, you remember that scene in Old Brother Arthur? Or what was the guy's name? That The one that said, I'll be only 92. Uh, he, he went down when they had the singers. Yeah, Delmar. It, it, yeah, Delmar. <laughs> And they were they got back in the car, but he said, "No, that preacher just told me that I had been baptized, that all my sins had been washed away. I'm a new man, you know, straight." And he's like, "That piggly wiggly I hit down." They were kind of. I thought you said you didn't do that. Well, I lied. I'm forgiven of that too. And they were. You could tell that's Hollywood. They're making fun of the idea of that because it's like, who would believe that? Yeah, you know, but. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, not only do you have history, you have the Bible, you have the transformation that happened in people's lives. It makes way more sense for the creator of the universe to pull that off than just to believe we're all just randomly here with no way of forgiveness. And when which gets you- back, we're, now we're back to the mask, right? Because I don't want to <laughs> die and face God. And I mean, I really believe that. But to you your know? point, like the smart guy and the cool guy in that what happened in that car was the Clooney character. And yeah. you, you notice he said, I'm the only one unaffiliated because you had the black yeah. guy that has sold his soul to the devil. Yeah. And you had those two soggy SOBs that had just given their life to Christ and got baptized. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but you need to be like me. I'm unaffiliated. I don't believe yeah. in any of that. It was that, it was just that little subliminal, like Christians are stupid. This guy, you know, sold that's everything right. for that. But I'm the guy that's, I'm trusting the science here. And I and thought it, to my mind, you're dumb, not as dumb as the guy who <laughs> sold his soul to the devil. That's right. And actually, these two characters that you have just as complete idiots, that pretty much sums up the kingdom of God. Because people say the same thing about me. They're like, they watch this podcast and say, them old crazy fools think that they're forgiven. And they actually think if they die, they're going to live again. I'm That's like, why people are marveling why our podcast is doing so well. Who would listen to those people? And yet, people at the unashamed nation keeps growing. I'll tell you people Somebody's who are listening, listening, they want to go to heaven. That's I'm right. Like, you got a and better live way. Forever. Yeah. I mean, if there's a way to duck up forever, this is it. You know? <laughs> My line is you got a better story because this is a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a doozy. All right, we're out of time. So we're so glad you guys were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or Facebook. And be sure and rate us on iTunes so that other people can know about the podcast.